Support for the Couples Council comes from Mercier Wellness and Consulting. Their purpose is to equip you with the right skills for a happy and healthy relationship. Services available in office or virtual. Schedule your consultations now. For more information, visit mercierwellness.com. Mercier Wellness and Consulting. Small steps, big changes. This podcast is not a substitute for therapy. Please consult a licensed professional for your mental health needs. Now Now on on with with the the show. show. Hello and welcome to the Couples Council. I am your host, Dr. Jameson Mercier, also known as the Love Mender. Sitting alongside me is my lovely host, Herdeen Mercier, aka the Wife Mentor. Hey, I'm back and super excited. <laughs> yes, that's her excited voice. <laughs> Just woke her up from a nap. And if you know Herdeen, she loves her naps. I do. I do. So we've been checking our numbers, and as of earlier today, before this recording, we're at, I believe, 400 downloads. Yes, we have been able to drop some wisdom in 400 years, hopefully. Yes, well, 400 pairs. (laughs) (laughs) 800 ears. Uh I like the sound of that much better. Yes. So, And if you've been with us uh, religiously, uh, from the beginning, you know, uh, just sticking by us. We really appreciate it. We thank you. Um, like we always tell you, this is uh, something that we're passionate about, but we're also motivated by the fact that you guys continue to expect us to deliver. And so that motivates us and that inspires us. Not just deliver, but really come here with the mission of giving you some information that you may have not known or add to your bank to make sure that your love story is yeah it's heading in the right direction yeah yeah i like the adding to the bank piece because Mm -hmm. one thing i always say when i'm addressing a crowd or even a conversation with um, a client much of what you hear from me is not new a lot of the things that you hear you probably have heard before and you may already know we're giving you a different perspective. We're giving you, in some instances, a candid, uh, what's the word? A candid um, see-through, transparent, there it is. Mm-hmm. A transparent view, you know? And and that's what we're doing. And we're not going to assume you don't know because you're the expert in your relationship. And so here, this is just some more tools to use in that relationship. And so hopefully it's benefiting you. And that uh, it's helping you in this relationships, in these marriages out there. All right. Anything new for you happening, babe? Um, I'm just super excited. Um, I'm excited about this journey, this faith walk and starting this podcast that has been on our heart for so many years. Yeah, it is a faith walk. Yeah. And so just excited about the time that we get to spend together looking at it, stretching ourselves and saying, you know, what would God want us to bestow on someone's heart today? Yeah. Uh, And even aside from that, just some of the uh, technical stuff. Um, Forgive me for the earlier episodes, (laughs) but by this episode, by now, the levels should be leveling out and the sound quality should be improving. But it's fun. Yes, and we got to remember, we love re- reading your reviews. Please, please, mm-hmm. please rate us. Um, 
and let us know what you think. Yeah, we've been getting some comments and some feedback, um, not just in the iTunes reviews, but also via social media. We've met some people via Instagram, reaching out. And so thank you guys for that. And I will give you some inside information. Um, in the next couple of weeks, we're going to be having other people as guests that you would yeah. want to hear from. Yep, that's that true. you can add to your wisdom bank. Yep. We're, we're expanding. We're expanding. And so special guest interviews will be coming. So if you know people who are into that, let them know share and have them have them subscribe so that they can get the latest and most up-to-date information love is an amazing experience um but you have those times where you feel like in a certain situation you may be the only one experiencing this hardship and so when we bring on these other guests we want you to know that you're not alone and you can overcome whatever you're dealing with in your relationship if both parties in the relationship want to move forward in a healthy manner yeah if there's one thing we know and we're constantly reminded of it's that we ain't special because of our issues and neither are you Issues in marriages are universal. And so if you've had that problem, trust me, somebody else has, is, or will face the same issue. All right? So you're not alone. And I know today's topic is really going to um, bless you in a way or have you look at communication in a way that's very, very important. Yeah. So speaking of today's topic... Right. We're talking about apologizing. We're talking about saying I'm sorry. Mm. Right. And we know those two words. I'm sorry. But for many people, when the time comes to say I'm sorry, we just can't quite get it out. We just, you know, even to say my bad. I messed yeah, up. Yeah. My bad is not saying I'm sorry in my book. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I don't like that one. Yeah. I know. I want to hear I'm sorry. Right. And so you see, my, <laughs> you even for, depending on who you are, my bad will work. Mm-hmm. And for somebody else, my bad is not going to cut it. Yeah. So that may be another conversation you need to have yeah. with your spouse. Does my bad cut it or you actually want to hear I'm sorry? Oh, you'll find out. Trust me. Drop a my bad and find out. <laughs> now, it's important to know how to apologize in, in, in your relationship because we're not perfect. You're not perfect. Not only are we not perfect, there are things that you're going to regret. There are things that you may say to your spouse that makes them upset. Um, not may say that you will upset them. You may embarrass your spouse um, by making a, a comment in public. Yeah. And we, you know, we've had our our fair share of those moments. My sense of humor at times, um, I think I'm funny as hell. Mm. I I mean, I'll just put it out there. And I'll just go. "Mm." Yeah, no, I heard you. I I heard you. I I still I still think I'm funny. And, you know, sometimes my jokes just don't land. And the ride home is an uncomfortable ride home. And. I've landed in hot water sometimes. And uh, the goal is to 
have that happen less and less. And so I've had to apologize for a, a joke or a comment or uh, forgetting something or uh, misremembering. <laughs> what do you mean misremembering? Misremembering. You know, I remember it in one way and you remember it another way. There's a number of reasons why you would need to apologize. It could be um, you told your hubby you would be home at 7 p.m. for you guys to go on a date. You get caught up at work. The time goes by and now it's 830. You have not called your spouse and your spouse is livid by the time you come home. There could be other reasons um, in the middle of an argument. You say something that is very hurtful. Those are all needs of why you would need to apologize. Yeah. Now, let me just add. Let me just add. Sometimes you apologize because you're wrong. Mm-hmm. Other times you apologize because somebody is hurt. Let's get that clear. You don't always apologize because you were wrong. You sometimes will need to apologize because something you said or did hurt or offended somebody. Right. So the cases where your jokes don't land, that that isn't necessarily something that was wrong, because if you think it's funny, you thought it was funny. Maybe you just kind of read the room wrong or read your wife or your husband wrong. Um, That isn't a case, a time necessarily to be arguing about that. Somebody was hurt. Mm -hmm. Somebody was embarrassed. And so that's why you're apologizing, right? Yeah. Many of us have issues with apologizing because we say, well, I ain't say nothing wrong. I ain't do nothing wrong. But it was offensive to your spouse. And that is the key thing. And on a side note, I want to tell you, there's certain apologies that um, are n- not acceptable, I would say. If he's physically abusive, emotionally abusive, um, those are some things that are deep rooted and you have to have a serious conversation about and may need to seek professional help. Right. Right. So, you know, barring any of those kinds of issues, right? Cause domestic violence is a completely different situation from what we're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, we're talking about your typical, much, much more of your lighthearted stuff. Mm-hmm. Thank you for, for uh, bringing that up and clarifying, babe. No um, Another point that uh, I want to add is that sometimes in relationships, sometimes you're in a relationship with someone who can handle you being very direct, right? Other times, your husband or your wife may be some maybe someone that needs a little bit more honey and sugar when you're communicating with them. You need to know if you're with someone like that, right? You need to know if being straightforward, straight-laced will work in your situation or if you have to always be mindful and considering your spouse's feelings because some people are just real sensitive and you will you will save yourself a lot of heartache if you um if you if you know that beforehand. Yeah, that's true. You know, the plane will always land. It's how you land it is the key. Mm. 
And so how are you going to land the plane with the proper communication that is going to make sure everyone's safe on the plane? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and hopefully, hopefully we're in the type of relationship where we understand that mistakes will happen. You know, I always tell couples, let your marriage, let your home, let your household be a place where mistakes are okay. Because otherwise, the expectation is that we need to be perfect 100% of the time. And that is a lot of pressure to be under. Yeah, and we constantly talk about on the podcast, what season are you in? Like, if your spouse just lost a parent or if your spouse um, is under a lot of stress, if your spouse is dealing with um, work issues, that is really having them not their normal self. We're going to look at those things as well. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just, just check the climate um, and do your best to make sure that mistakes are okay in your marriage because you ain't perfect either. No. And you will come upon a time where you need to ask for forgiveness. Yeah. So, so how do you say I'm sorry? Right. What what are the ways? What are some tips? What are some advice? What are some things to to do or not do when it comes to apologizing? First thing we want to tell you is you cannot, must not, thou shall not, <laughs> in no instance whatsoever, use the word but. Mm. So this might sound like, you know what, babe, I'm sorry I yelled at you the other day. You know, I was out of line and the way I handled it was wrong. But you, but but listen, you know, when you say that, what that does to me. Mm. You see what just happened there? So you're putting the error on your spouse and not really saying a true apology. Yeah. Anytime you apologize and you use the word but. Or you say, you know what, I'm sorry, I messed up. But I was tired or but I got held up. Right. There may be reasons or excuses. But the word but totally negates everything before it. The word but does not allow you to own your mistake. But does not belong in an apology. Right. So practice leaving the word but out of it. You may want to use the word but, but just leave that awkward pause there. Like I just did. <laughs> okay? So leave out the word but. That's the first thing. The second thing which ties into it, like we were just saying, is take responsibility. Own it. Yeah, don't blame. Whether you're going to blame it on your spouse or you're going to blame it on traffic or you're going to blame it on on whatever on work don't do that you have to take responsibility because the fact of the matter is traffic was there yesterday traffic will be there next week and you can't blame traffic or blame your homegirls or your homeboys that was something you did that was something you did in the case in the example i gave earlier where you know i'm sorry but you know you know how i get when you say you know how I get when you do. That is not owning it. 
That is not taking responsibility of what you did. Right. That is putting the blame on someone else or something else. Because the key thing about apologizing is making sure it's genuine. How genuine is your apology? And oftentimes you find yourself, well, every week is the same apology over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. You're saying sorry because you haven't shown up for a kid's recital. And this is not the first time Um, we've put in um, systems in place. We put it on your calendar. I said the reminders and you still didn't show up to your child's recital. And yet here is another apology. Okay, what do we do after that? You know? Yeah, you can you can wear out your apology uh uh what is it? Your apology bank, Mm -hmm. (laughs) your apology passes. I I think I always believe that your actions should always mirror your your apology. Mm -hmm. Uh Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Because you know, if you keep saying I'm sorry, next thing you hear, I know you sorry. Mm. Oh Lord. I, I Oh Lord, you 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 is sorry, <laughs> just like your mama. It's like, oh, oh damn. Lord, now now, now you apologizes for something you said during an argument that now hurt your spouse. Yeah, you just keep digging yourself into a deeper and deeper hole, right? So that was uh, number two. Number three, number three is is interesting. Um, you can't keep tabs when you're apologizing. You can't keep tabs and and in the off chance that you happen to be someone who keeps tabs or keeps score. During the time that you're apologizing is not the time to bring out the scorecard. That is not the time to bring out the scorecard or to start keeping score. Because that does not help. Why even bother to apologize if you're going to say, yes, I was late. I know I was late, but let, hey, hey, listen, you was late yesterday and I didn't say nothing. So what you tripping about? Hmm. Well, 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 listen, I know I forgot to pay the car note, but listen, uh, 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 you, you forgot to turn the stove off. Like, come on. Come on, guys. At that point, now we're just instead of looking for opportunities to be together, we're looking for opportunities to one up each other, to look as if we are not as bad as our partner. And it's and, and it's a jab. Uh, those are those are situations that when you're apologizing, you don't want to do any jabbing. You know, you don't want to be pointing the blame at them during your apology. Yeah. And it goes back to how genuine is your apology. Yeah, those kinds of apologies are actually non-apologies because you can't be saying I'm sorry and at the same time attacking your partner. How how does someone receive that kind of apology? How does somebody receive I'm sorry, but at the same time, you're now pointing out a flaw in them or you're pointing out how they keep forgetting to do whatever you might as well shut up and not say anything 
Just just don't do it to yourself. So so that's number that's number three. Number four is you want to ask and not demand. Right? You want to ask for forgiveness, not demand forgiveness. Like, come on now. I said I'm sorry. Right. It's the next day and you still piss? Mm-hmm. I said I'm sorry and I'm like, let's go out to eat and you still piss. Give your spouse a reasonable time to really, when she forgives or he forgives, be in a place where it's very genuine. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's genuine. And the word reasonable is important, right? Mm-hmm. And and if we can just dis- like discuss that for a little bit. Reasonable for me is different from reasonable for her, Dean. Over the years, some things, I'm over it in like, you know, 10.6 seconds. Now, other things, give me two weeks and I may still be thinking about it. And her dean's the same way. We've gotten better, but we're human. And depending on how hard you hit me, how deep you cut me, I might need some time to get over it, as we all do. Right. And so. But it's not two weeks of not communicating. No. Not being very um, nitpicking. Um, not having any form of yeah no semblance of a relationship yeah no. we're still very much in a relationship and we will do our best to remain so but i may i may be you know in my feelings mm-hmm. okay um, and it's okay and and the the beauty of communication is saying you know what i know you need some time but i want to let you know that I am here to address this any further if need be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you need more clarity on my apology or the topic or you thought of um, another game plan to make sure it does not happen again. Yeah. And, and it's important that you ask instead of demand because the person who you hurt is also in a in a predicament, right? So they may be upset, they may be hurt, and they may think they know to the depths that they're hurt. But two or three days later, it might be even deeper. It might trigger something else while they're processing it, you know? And if people are, are quick to forgive, especially if it's under pressure, Right. The term is under duress, Mm -hmm. the kind of confessions that people give sometimes. You never want to coerce or put pressure on someone to accept your apology because now you've set yourselves up for a bigger fight down the line. Because they truly did not. They didn't forgive. They didn't accept it. And now you're going to come back and say, well, what what you tripping about? You already said you accept my apology. And now can this person say, well, you forced it out of me. How does that fly? It, it, it is a a bad situation. It's a downward spiral when we uh, demand that someone forgive us. And that's a situation you really we really do not do not want to be in. Right. And so we want to ask as opposed to demand. Mm-hmm. OK. And afterwards, 
the last thing I want to say that you do, and, and we also, uh, Herdina alluded to this, is you wait. And wait. And wait. You say, well, damn, Jameson, how long am I going to wait? And the truth is, it can either be as long as he or she needs. Mm-hmm. But the true answer is as long as it takes, right? Um, especially if you're the one at fault. All right. But I want to do it like a sidebar um, notation here. Now, are you the spouse that would like to use it and marinate and you're not ready to apologize and you're going to hold on to it? You're going to hold your spouse accountable. You're you mean ch- not ready to forgive? Yes, yes. I'm sorry. Not mm-hmm. ready to forgive. You're going to you're going to hold your partner responsible and you're going to use it to your benefit. I want to be make this clear. That the time you are using that to your benefit, you are losing out on precious time that you could be having with your spouse. That's totally amazing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, a long time ago, I heard I heard a story or parable. Um, I was talking to some old Haitian people and Mm -hmm. they told me this. Mm -hmm. They said there was a husband and wife couple and the wife did something, something around money. I think something something the wife did to the husband and it really upset the husband. And she came back to him and she was like, you know what, Shelly, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to hurt you. I don't know what I was thinking. You know, I'll do anything and blah, blah, blah. And he says, you know what, babe, it's fine. It's fine. She said, I'll do anything. I'll do whatever you want. And he says, you know what? Fine. Just give me a quarter. And she says, a quarter? I can do that. And so she reached in her bag and she gives him a quarter. And he takes the quarter and, and she's like, oh, great. You know, and they're back together, hugs and kisses. The next night, they're having dinner. And while in the middle of dinner, he reaches in his pocket and he pulls out the coin and he puts it on the table. Mm. And, and he says nothing. At the end of dinner, he picks it up, puts it back in his pocket. And the next day, he does the same thing. Say it ain't so. Say it ain't so. He pulls out the quarter and he puts it on the table. And he and you can see where I'm going with this. Every night, he's bringing out this coin and putting it on the table. He's punishing her. Hmm. He's He's reminding her every single night that she did something to him and while yes he said he forgave he forgave her did he really no he didn't he didn't and some people will say well now he he could have forgiven her but won't let her forget well you know this people have this kind of debate all the time people will remember but it how you treat them tells if you forgave them. Like I won't, I may not forget tomorrow that her dean did or said something to me, but I don't need to put the pressure on her. I don't need to put her under my thumb if I truly want to forgive her. Hmm. Yeah, you don't want to do that to your spouse. So these things happen. And this is why we need to take time, right? If you're the one 
who did the offending, you may have to give your partner time. And if you are the one who was offended, the one who was hurt, it is to your benefit, to your relationship, to the benefit of your relationship to take some time. Take some time. Yeah, it may be longer than your partner would like, but the way you resolve that potential conflict is saying, hey, like Herdine was saying, hey, babe, you know what? I hear you. I can't talk now. We can talk tomorrow. Or we can talk this weekend. But you do not, you do not, and I repeat, you do not ever want to leave it open-ended. Yeah. You knew you would you want to set a predetermined time to revisit the issue. Because life is gonna keep happening and other stuff is gonna come up. And the last thing you want to do is to have a backlog of issues that have been unresolved. Because when you go back, to, when you sit for that meeting or that discussion, it is going to be a list of these are all the things you have done. There's just no way to get through it without so, without digging up another fight. Mm-hmm. It's next to impossible. So saying I'm sorry, you know, it's, there's an art to it, right? It involves empathy, it involves just being in their shoes, right? How would you want to be treated in this situation? Most of us would like to be treated with some sense of, of grace. Not just grace, respect, honor. Um, yeah. Well, I say grace because in a situation where you're wrong, mm-hmm. you want some grace. Yeah. You know, you want someone to give you what you've not earned, what you don't deserve in that moment. And so that's why empathy is important. Okay. So if we just run down how to say, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, the first thing, like we said, is you want to avoid the word, but, but. stay okay. away from, but at, at all cost. Yeah. No practice in the mirror before you actually go and apologize. No, but, and, and you know, I'll even, I'll even say this, right? Some people it's hard to actually talk. You can always write a note, write a note, write it down. You can always write a letter. Um, in this day and age, there's a lot of technology. So maybe an email or a text message, but don't assume that that's it. Yeah, like don't send the text and then don't send the email. You still have to have a face-to-face conversation so that you can, because some things get lost oh, yeah, that in definitely, email for sure. and in text. For like sure. your spouse want to see your emotions sometime as far as y- your your tone and everything in the text. I mean, in, in the conversation. Mm-hmm. The, the, the benefits of an email or a text um, note or letter is to kind of get the words out there. Um, uninterrupted and that's why I love letters and notes because you can say everything you have to say without being interrupted and going back and forth that comes later mm-hmm. in the face-to-face conversation yeah. so figure out which medium is better for you for sure so number one is avoid the word but uh, number two you want to um, take responsibility and not blame Okay, that's not the time to be playing the blame game. Okay, you want to own where you messed up. And number three, no scorecards. Nope. No scorecards, not Mm -mm, one. mm -mm. And number four, 
ask, don't demand. Yeah, definitely. You want to ask and not make any kinds of demands. And lastly, you wait. Patiently. Give him or her some time. Just wait. Trust me, you'll find that it's better to wait. Let the fires down, die down a bit. All right. Any final thoughts, babe? You know, no. I think we just have to remember that this is another, this is another umbrella under communication key that mm-hmm. is vital to have a thriving com- um, relationship. Yeah. And you really need to sit down and speak to your spouse and maybe even ask, when I say I'm sorry, how does that look for you? And what does that say through action and me saying it? Mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. I think sometimes people overuse the word sorry and then do the crime again. <laughs> I'm calling it a crime. Well, yeah, you, you, know, you they, know, do the act again. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we know this. We know people. We know people in relationships. Mm-hmm. They're always crying about how she did it again or he did it again. But yet they apologize and they don't just apologize. They apologize with candy mm-hmm. and flowers and gifts. After a while, that doesn't mean nothing. Yeah. So it's working on those things to make sure that you look at that communication piece and literally have a conversation tonight or over the weekend and discuss how do I say sorry? Yeah. How do you accept our sorry and your steps in apologizing and being together and what that looks like? Mm -hmm. Yeah. When I say I'm sorry, do you feel like I mean it? Mm. Ask that question. And are there some areas in our relationship that when I say I'm sorry, there is doubt that you will do it again, like infidelity? Yeah. You know, these a lot a lot of people come into my office and they say we have communication problems. And really, the fact is they communicate quite well. It's it's all the other stuff tied to communication. Right. It's the things that they don't say or the things they feel behind what they say that's the problem so um this is just one more skill for your toolbox for your relationship and uh, hopefully it helps you uh down the line thank you for tuning in and um we just want to give you some quick reminders you can always follow us at dr jameson mercier mm-hmm, on mm-hmm. all social media and the wife mentor we want to hear from you yeah when you check us out on the social on i was gonna say on the line <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when you log in and hit us up with a message let us know what you thought of today's episode um, or Tag any, us on them. Or any know. other episode that you've listened to. Don't forget to leave a review. We can't wait to read them. Let us know. Let us know. Let us hear from you. Um, also, if there's anything you want us to talk about, let us know. Yeah. And if the social media is not working for you, just go to the website, mercierwellness.com. I'm Dr. Jameson Mercier. And I'm Herdeen Mercier, the wife mentor. Thank you all for listening, and we will catch you on the next episode of The Couples Council. Yeah. Bye for now. Bye. Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to our mom and dad. If you like them as much as we do, then click subscribe and leave a comment.
come. But now they have to go because it's family time. So go practice what you heard, and we'll catch you on the next episode.